May I say first of all how you are all most welcome, just Excellency, I should say, Ambassador of Belarus and Excellency representative of Belarus in Ireland. Uh, you are very, very welcome to Oris and Uktron. As I have just said in Irish, welcoming a very, very special group of people, children from Chernobyl who are visiting us and the families who are making it possible for them to spend this time with us in Ireland. Now, it's over 32. Do you want me to, to, to translate or will I continue? I think it's best if you do, will do it in installments, whichever is most comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, Julie. Or if you like, I'll finish, we'll and then, well, you can do it in yes, your own way. absolutely, yeah. We, yeah. You can do it all, yeah. You see, we have to, comp compositionally, we'll, st we'll sound better that <laughs> way, I may be. I wouldn't like to interrupt the president. <laughs> no, no, you never interrupt. I really, the most important thing I wanted to say is, first of all, how welcomed our children are uh, to to Oris and Uthra the home of the president. But even more so as well, I want all those families who are serving as host families to thank them as president of Ireland and to thank all those who have been of assistance and those who make it possible through their patronage in any way. It's just really 32 years ago that the world's worst nuclear disaster took place at Chernobyl. And at this visit today reminds us that its repercussions are continuing to echo across lives three decades earlier. There can be no doubt that the 26th of April 1986 was a day that cast a dark shadow across human history, a shadow that has profoundly shaded the lives of many of you in the room today. And those of us who can recall that day recall the horror that everyone felt, the terrible understanding that this was a catastrophe that would go on to have very serious consequences. I do want also to thank the media who are here, who are paying such a, a very valuable reminder uh, that this it was a catastrophe that continues to have consequences that create responsibilities for us, not just through today, but into the years to come. And I doubt that many people who remember that day would realise <coughs> that even those who weren't even born in 1986 would suffer the repercussions of the tragic event. And I think something that is very, very important, as we're gathered in the home of the President of Ireland, uh, Orison Oakthron, is that this is, is a very special time for celebrating the word hospitality. I think that all those families and all those, and particularly Aidy and her organisation who have done so much, uh, have really made it possible for us to celebrate the forging of a very important link between ourselves in Ireland and uh, uh, <coughs> Belarus. The tragedy of Chernobyl prompted a remarkable spirit of human solidarity across the world, but I think particularly so here in Ireland. We became one of the very first countries in the that responded to the humanitarian crisis by providing support for and meeting the needs of thousands of Chernobyl victims. A 
And really, it is the best version of ourselves to speak about abroad, is that when we spring to, with humanitarian response to disasters like this was, it is a hand of friendship that we're continuing and continue to extend because I can assure you, really, it's something that has a precedent meeting people over the last several years. It's really something, it's a message that comes from the heart of Irish people as well as everything else. I think that connection then, that aid is uh, Chernobyl Children International, it has become a world leader with standards and is, is an organisation and a response, a vehicle of which we can all be very, very proud. And across three generations, Chernobyl Children International has maintained this role through the extraordinary work of its tens of thousands of volunteers. I so want to pay tribute to those volunteers, those here in Ireland who collect and organise humanitarian aid, and those who travel to the region to provide medical relief, and also those who very, very much, can you imagine the importance it is, those who are providing this very important respite in the lives of children and their families. It is a visible, moving connection that has been made possible by many Irish families who have opened their doors, welcomed to their heart, as it were, uh, the children who were affected by this disaster in Chernobyl. And I think what is very important as well is that some of the children have been here before, and they come again and again to what is important to us, a nuclear-free country, but I think most importantly of all, a country that is moved by what it is, as I said, the impulses of its heart as much as anything else. I do want to say to the families I've met from different parts of Ireland, as you have welcomed these children year after year, sometimes it is very easy to make a spontaneous response with a single act of hospitality uh, or, or concern. But to be able to develop the connection that you have, as some of the children have come back to the same houses and to the same homes, developing what are very important relationships. And this is the relationship, really, that is the most valuable kind of relationship that Ireland can have with the world. So you honour us by visiting us this afternoon. I say to the children, and through their letter, children, you are most welcome. I hope that all of your minutes and days and time in Ireland, and particularly those of you who have come back to us from before, where we'll be, we'll be happy ones, and we're ones that you will be able to recall. Pleasure. And I say to all of the families, as you extended the people at your heart for the Christmas period, how proud as President of Ireland I am that there are people like your good selves who are doing so co consistently and repeatedly from one year to another. And to all of you who are here present this afternoon, visiting Sabina and I at this special time, Sabina and I want to wish all of you who have come to visit this afternoon a very, very happy Christmas and all health and happiness for the coming years. Mila Buikas, thank you. Upthron, Avani Higin, Mr. Ambassador, Honorary Consul of Belarus. Gaurav Mila Mila Mahagiv, Upthron, thank you so much for your kind words and for your wonderful, precious support. Would you believe that in, in Belarus today, the Christmas lights are going on in a chain of Irish-funded 
Homes of Hope. This is a pioneering network of foster homes used to take children from orphanages, from institutions, and it places them with loving Belarusian foster families. And these are beautiful homes for the future, sponsored by the people of Ireland, Irish towns the length and breadth of the country, starting with Cork, of course, then there's Westport, Kilkenny, Galway, Limerick, and many, many more places. And this visit to the Auras at Christmas time is like visiting our home of hope, the home of hope of the Irish nation, a place where we are welcomed, a place where there is always a Cade Mila Falta. And this is the place that we turn to for a vision of hope from our president, that message of justice, of love, and not just for the citizens of our island, but for the world. And today, our president reaches out to our very special children from Belarus, making them feel loved and special and safe here in the heart and soul of the nation in the Auras, the home of our president and his family. So may I say that we really feel we are at home here. And today, of course, it is home for the beautiful children from Belarus and their wonderful Irish families. And you know, I really believe that no other nation in the world has responded by working, by standing by and championing the lives of the people that have suffered because of the Chernobyl disaster as much as Ireland has. And the work done by the people of Ireland over 32 long years is inspiring, it is uplifting, it is heartwarming, and it is often heroic. And while Chernobyl, yes, happened 32 years ago, the impact will stalk across the generations because it is not something from the past, because Chernobyl was forever and Chernobyl is forever. And the impact of that shocking nuclear accident can never be undone. Its radioactive footprint is embedded in their world forever as it crosses the generations. But there is always hope that a most enabling gift of all, hope to hope. And while the radioactive footprint is embedded in the genetics, so too is our humanitarian footprint from the Irish people. That is embedded too in the lives of the people affected. It's embedded today, tomorrow and beyond. And by hosting this Christmas reception, our president sends out a message of solidarity to those who continue to suffer from the Chernobyl tragedy, saying to them that they will not be forgotten by the caring, compassionate people of Ireland. And President Higgins lit a very special beacon of hope when he became the first head of state, actually, to formally welcome the United Nations Chernobyl Disaster Remembrance Day, which goes on now for the rest of time. And that ensures, at a global level, that Chernobyl cannot be relegated to history. Thus giving that voice to the voiceless, saying to the people that you are not irrelevant, that you are not peripheral, and you are certainly not alone. 
And this presidential Christmas reception, on a slightly lighter note, has actually made a dream come true for two very special young Belarusian men who have actually spent their lives living in a remote institution, segregated from society. But regardless of that background, they have triumphed over the adversity of their lives and they actually have become the young advocates, the voices for those who have been marginalized and forgotten. And we call them the ambassadors of the children. They are known collectively as a pair, known as the two Sashas, because they have the same first name, Sasha. But unfortunately, one of the pair of Sashas um, had emergency surgery this week and was unable to travel yesterday. But we are fortunate to have the other Sasha here to speak of their shared dream. And that shared dream was to meet the president of Ireland and to speak to him personally. So may I invite Sasha to speak and address the president of Ireland. Я очень горжусь, что сегодня я здесь встречи с президентом ирландским. Была моя мечта и моего лучшего друга Саши, который не смог приехать. В связи срочно операция ну, нас, нас двоих оставили после рождения в, в доме интернате, когда волонтеры ирландские явились в нашей жизни у меня за теплость, надежда. Идирович Эдди рассказывала мне о президент, как он добрый и хороший человек. И он никогда не забывает про нас, жертвы, Чернобыль и Чернобыльскую аварию. Сегодня я, сегодня я говорю от лиц тех детей, которые, к сожалению, не могут быть слышанных, являясь их представителями. Well, uh, Sasha is deeply honored to be here with, to meet the president of Ireland. It was a shared dream of his and his friend Sasha, who is unfortunately can't be here because of emergency surgery. They were both abandoned in mental asylum when they were very small, but when the volunteers from Ireland came, they saw a beacon of hope. It gave them hope. 
Eddie told him a lot about the president of Ireland, what a kind and amazing man he is, and he has never forgotten the victims of Chernobyl. So Sasha would love to be a voice of children of Chernobyl, the people, the kids who can't talk for themselves. So he want to say a huge heartfelt thank you. He is ambassador of all those children who can't speak for themselves, and he wants to thank people who changed their lives, the people of Ireland. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs>